One thing that's so great about the Bible is that it's about real people with real problems. For example, Isaac and his family <laughs> talk about a dysfunctional group. But poor Isaac started off in a bad situation. Imagine being the son of a megastar. God calls Abraham righteous. How do you live up to that? Sometimes Isaac does well and other times, well, he falls short. But don't we all? One thing that Isaac did right that Abraham didn't was waiting on God for his wife to be pregnant. While Abraham tried to help God by going the surrogate route, Isaac prayed. And he prayed. And he prayed for 20 years. He trusted God. One mark in the positive column. And he is blessed for his faithfulness by having twins. Well, blessed might be stretching it. <laughs> These twins are a handful. Esau's the older brother, so he's entitled to the birthright. Double shared the inheritance and the blessing from his father. Problem is, he doesn't care about any of it. He's about the here and now. And that stuff is in a future that won't matter to him once he's dead. In the meantime, Jacob wants it all. Esau trades his birthright for something to fill his stomach because he's hungry. So he trades something permanent for something temporary because he will be hungry again. Another major problem surfaces in this family. Mom and dad play favorites. Isaac loves Esau and Rebecca loves Jacob. Favoritism in a family never works out. Some years later, Isaac thinks he's about to die. He's not. He'll actually live another 34 years, but that's besides the point. He thinks it's true. He wants to give his blessing to Esau before he dies, but he wants some fresh game first. While he instructs Esau to go hunting and come back and make him something yummy, Rebecca overhears. Rebecca wants Jacob to get the blessing, so she convinces him to go along with this convoluted scheme to deceive Isaac. They manage to trick old blind Isaac into giving the blessing to Jacob. This blessing gives Jacob the spiritual leadership of the family and the passing on of the covenant promise from God. They didn't have to go through all this. God had told Rebecca that the younger would be the ruler over the older before the boys were born. God would have worked it out without any deceit. But Rebecca didn't see things working out, so she took it into her own hands. What we don't see in this story, anyone consulting God. How often do we do the same thing? We don't see things working out, so we take a shortcut instead of taking it to God. God's plan is always better than ours. This family suffers from favoritism, selfishness, short-sightedness, and deceit, and it tears this family apart. Jacob gets his birthright and the inheritance, but he had to run for his life. Rebecca had to stay with her husband, with both of them knowing she had deceived him. And she will never see Jacob again. Esau is bitter and full of hate. Isaac lives another 34 years as a blind, bedridden man in the dark for many reasons. 
Now, one really fascinating piece of information. Esau's descendants are called the Edomites, eventually changed to the Edomians. Jacob's descendants are the Jews. The conflict between the two carries on for centuries. The most famous Edomians were the Herods. Yes, the same Herods who came against the greatest of Jacob's descendants, Jesus. The descendants of Esau may have thought they won when Jesus died, but we know the truth. Jesus conquered it all.